Hey everybody, this is Jake Walker and you're listening to Living for the Day, a podcast that exists to encourage and equip people to live in light of the day of Jesus's return. Let's go. I'm so excited for today. We're talking about something that's, I believe, so relevant for our everyday life. It's all about choosing our thoughts and how our thought life impacts living for the day. You know, we think a lot of thoughts every day and so why not uh, grow in making our thoughts obedient to Jesus Christ, as 2 Corinthians 10.5 says. We're going to talk about that today, and hopefully you will be encouraged and equipped to live in light of the day of Jesus' return. I'm really excited for this episode. Thanks so much for being with me. Let's jump right in. All right. Welcome, everyone. Thanks so much for being with me today again. I'm going to read a passage, talk about that for a moment, and then we'll just, basically, I'm just going to give you um, some thoughts regarding choosing our thoughts, and I just pray that it'll be encouraging to you. Take it from a guy who has experienced a lot of battle in his thoughts, in his um, relatively young life. Um, I'm 31 years old today and I've, um, yeah, I've, 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 I've had to learn and grow and learn how to take thoughts captive as this verse uh, talks about. So I just want to say that this is something that is near and dear to my heart, but something that my heart is filled with hope about right now, because I really believe that I've grown and and um, am living in um, a place of not perfection but victory in terms of taking my thoughts captive and and living with hope. So I'm just going to read this passage and then we'll jump in. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 through 5 says this, The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Wow. You know, in context, this passage is really talking about um, Paul and his co-workers, you know, helping other people have right belief about Jesus and about the gospel, having right thoughts and and believing truth about the gospel. But I think a great application is not just that we need to help other people um, believe the truth, but we ourselves, it starts with ourselves believing the truth. And therefore, it starts with ourselves taking our own thoughts captive uh, and making obedient to Christ. So I think the kind of popular application of this verse is great, that we need to take our own thoughts captive and make them obedient to Jesus to make sure that they're in line 
with the truth. I love that 1 Corinthians 2.16 says, for believers, for those who have received the Spirit of God, it says we have the mind of Christ. And so I believe that this idea of we take thoughts captive and make them obedient to Christ, it's like let's bring our thoughts into alignment with the mind of Christ, uh, which is um, an inheritance of ours. And of course, uh, we grow in experiencing and living into um, the reality of what is ours uh, in the Christian life. But I love this passage. I love that line. We take every thought, um, we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. Don't we need to do that? Don't you experience um, a need to um, not let your thoughts run rampant? And, um, you know, I thought it'd be important to talk about this really on this podcast of living for the day because I really, you know, our thoughts so impact our lives. This is a podcast about living for the day. So living, (laughs) you know, how we live our lives um, in light of the day. And our thoughts are going to impact our lives so very, very much, right? Our thoughts so impact our actions and our our actions impact the story that we write with our lives. And so let's get at the source and let's take captive our thoughts and make them obedient to Christ. Let's, let's bring them into alignment with the truth. You know, I was thinking about 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18, that just says, Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we're wasting away, yet inwardly we're being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory, which far outweighs them all. And then here's the part that I was thinking of. So we fix our eyes not on what is uh, um, seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. That's, you know, that's language for you know, that idea of fixing our eyes, that's language for what we fix our thoughts on. And that's such a great verse for living for the day. Like, let's fix our thoughts on what matters for eternity and not just for what matters in this very, very short life. Remember, (laughs) uh, I love that quote that we'll just keep saying on this podcast, right? Life is short, eternity's long. Life is short, eternity's long. Let's live for the day. Let's invest this short temporary earthly life well to reap beautiful reward um, in eternity, right? Let's do it. So this episode's all about choosing our thoughts. I just wanted to start just a little bit with a more recent story in my life and then just kind of go through some ideas, some thoughts about choosing our thoughts. So Yeah, I think for a lot of people, this kind of last season, pandemic season, kind of, you know, 2020 and 2021 was tough in a lot of different ways. And um, for some people, I know that it was tough mentally and there were a lot of thoughts of fear and stuff like that. And I remember, um, yeah, just experiencing fear, experiencing some dread, um, just some kind of thoughts that I needed to learn, you know, to take captive um, and make obedient to Jesus, to bring into alignment with the truth. 
And something I want to encourage us in as we live for the day is the idea of, you know, playing both defense and offense with our thoughts. On one hand, you know, we've got to defend against false thoughts and say, no, I'm not going to think about that or I need to redirect that. And on the other hand, we need to play offense and choose what to focus on. And so, you know, kind of in this pandemic season, I realized that I was kind of, um, by God's grace, I realized that I was kind of starting to think about certain things kind of in a way um, that I think is more um, dominated by... uh, really a non-gospel-centered way of thinking about things. And so I had to kind of realize that and play some defense and kind of get at the root of that. Um, And that really helped me a lot in terms of choosing my thoughts was kind of, again, kind of going to some roots and realizing where I'm not, you know, um, living in the truth. So I, I would say that was some defense. But then kind of more, you know, focusing on this story, I was in a conversation with one of my mentors named Johnny Bennett, who's a missionary and just so amazing. And we were talking, I was talking about some of this dread I was experiencing and just kind of not looking forward to um, day-to-day life in this season. And he just like was like, Jake, I... I feel like your hope level is low right now. I feel like your hope level's low. And I was like, huh, I think you're right. <laughs> and so he just encouraged me, um, what were some ways to play some offense, you know, with my hope level? And and so that's the offensive side of choosing my thoughts, being really intentional about what thoughts I focus on and then even recently, I've been, uh, I was in a conversation with another one of my mentors, my Uncle Dale, and I was talking to him about, Uncle Dale, you know, I just want to live for the day, and I want to, you know, fulfill the call of God on my life, and like, what what do I need to do, you know? And basically, what my Uncle Dale said to me, I said, Jake, keep cultivating hope in your life, and he called it blazing hope. I love that. And I just want to encourage us to cultivate blazing hope. And I believe that's a big part of what this podcast is about. Living for the day that we have a blazing hope, as First Peter talks about. You know, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, it's by His great mercy that we've been born again. Because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, now we live with great expectation and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. Come on. And um, so I just felt like I've just come through a season, basically, of having to put a lot of these things that we're going to talk about into practice in order to live for the day, of playing both defense and offense when it comes to our thoughts and our thought lives, to to take every thought captive. I love this quote as I was thinking about 2 Corinthians 10, 4 through 5. Um, it just says this after that verse that I had just read, 
the study note in my Bible. Highly recommend study Bibles, by the way, with all the notes um, that go along, help you understand the context. It just says, Christians can wage a successful campaign in the spiritual realm only when they abandon human resources and totally rely on spiritual weapons, such as the Spirit's power, Scripture, faith, and prayer. These are very effective in God's service for demolishing strongholds where evil is entrenched and from which the gospel is attacked. And uh, I just think that was so encouraging to me that we really have these, um, not you know physical weapons, but these spiritual weapons in, first of all, the Holy Spirit, God himself, scripture, faith, and prayer. And we'll get into all of that. Um, so let's just do it. Here are some thoughts uh, regarding choosing our thoughts. First and foremost, I just want to I just want to encourage you um, in praying, in trusting, and inviting Jesus to help. You know, it says to take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ, not just to you, right? Um, this is a Jesus centered podcast. And we believe, you know, that ultimately we don't want to just master our, our thoughts in and of ourselves without God. Um, but we want to invite Jesus um, to help us to think like him. Because apart from him, we, we, we can do nothing, as John 15 says, but if we're not bringing our thoughts in obedience to Jesus and our worldview isn't centered around him, then we're ultimately going to be deceived about what really matters in this life. So my first step, my friends, is really wherever you are, whether you feel like you are in the, just in a really miserable place or you're feeling really strong, um, I just want to encourage us, let's bring Jesus into the center of all this. And Jesus, how do you want me to grow? How do you want me to fix my thoughts on you? Where do you want me to, where do you want to correct me, Lord? Search me and know my thoughts, God. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting life, right? It's like, ultimately, I think something that's going to help our thought life (laughs) is, and it's not easy to do all the time, but to say, you know what, instead of trusting myself, I'm going to trust God. And instead of putting myself at the center of the orbit of my life, I'm going to put God. Uh, and, I, and my life will orbit around him. And Jesus, I'm inviting you to help me. So first of all, let's, let's remember that this, all these ideas, it's centered around Christ. It's centered about making our, our thoughts obedient to Jesus not just kind of manipulating our thoughts um, in some, you know, not Jesus-centered way. Okay. With that said, I want to encourage us. Um, another th- idea is to accept responsibility for your thoughts. Accept responsibility for your thoughts. What do I mean by that? I just mean that there is a measure of control and influence we have on our thoughts. I'm not saying that you control every single thought that pops into your mind. But we do have the control of how we respond to thoughts. And we have, you know, control in what we would think about next. So we do have a great measure 
of responsibility, a great measure of control and influence on our thoughts. And I want to encourage us with the idea of neuroplasticity, that our brains can actually change. Uh, The pathways in our brains um, can grow, and we can, um, in a sense, dig new pathways in our brains that help it be easier for different and better and more truthful thoughts to become more natural for us. So let's not just say, I am a total victim to my thoughts. In fact, let's let's just not do that. Let's not live with a victim mindset in our lives. But let's thank Jesus uh, for being our Savior and the one who gives us his Holy Spirit to empower us and to say, what what action can I take? Um, you know, I, I have responsibility for how I respond. I don't have responsibility for all my circumstances, for everything that happens to me. But I do have responsibility and authority for how I respond. Come on, that's good. I'm encouraging myself. Let's go. So first, accept responsibility. Uh, Second, that's second. Accept responsibility for our thoughts. Number three, I want to encourage you with this. Have a plan of counterattack when fearful, disabling thoughts come. Have a plan of counterattack when disabling, discouraging thoughts come. So I want to encourage you. What what does this look like? Some ideas. Have a scripture verse or multiple scripture verses. I love the idea of scripture being a weapon, you know, being a sword um, for the battle. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, right? Hebrews, you know, 4 talks about, um, you know, it says, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. Um, and so it's a sword for the battle. Have some scripture verses that really can impact and can, that, um, address what you're feeling and, and the situation that's going on. I've just been so encouraged lately. This, not so much with fear, but with any form, um, of temptation. I've been so encouraged by Psalm sixty-six eighteen lately, where it just says, if I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. And, you know, just to qualify, I really believe um, in God's grace and that I'm his son. And so I, it's not like I have to be perfect for God to hear me. Um, but that I I also see in scripture that there's this connection between my reverence, my obedience, my, yeah, my holiness um, and, and God responding to prayer. And so, man, that, that verse is just strengthening me and encouraging me. You know, when, when temptation comes, I'm like, no, 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 because I want that direct line. <laughs> I want God to hear my prayers. I want him to respond quickly. And so it's just been such a sword for the battle. It's just like, you know, any temptation that comes, it's just like, whew, like I'm, <laughs> I wish you could see me. I'm, I'm doing a jab with my imaginary sword. Psalm 66, 18. So maybe there's a, maybe you're experiencing fear and you're just like, boom, Isaiah 41, 10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Don't be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I'll uphold you with my righteous right hand. Right? Um, so maybe you have a scripture verse. I love, here's a, another idea, is the, is the four steps from, I think it's called five days to a new self. Um, 
And uh, it's just really encouraging this. I really used this a lot in 2020 and 2021. And it really did help me. It's just the idea of step one, you say what you feel. (laughs) Uh, Step two, you say what you normally do. Step three, you say what's true. And step four, you say what you're going to do differently. So I'll just share kind of what my four steps look like, you know. Um, step one, say what you feel. I Maybe I was feeling, you know, I feel, um, I feel lonely or I feel not capable or incompetent or like a failure. Step two, say what you normally do. I normally um, start dreading everything and, you know, live in anxiety and fear and avoid. Okay. Woo. Let's get honest here. Step three, um, say what's true. Um, well, I have the mind of Christ and in him, in him, there's hope. So I'm hopeful in Christ. He's qualified me as a minister of the gospel. So I'm in Christ. I'm capable. So I, I would, I would say I'm hopeful and I'm capable in Christ right? That's true about me in Jesus. And then I would say what I normally do, or sorry, I would say what I'm going to do instead. So I'm going to attack, not avoid. Uh, I'm going to live with hope today. I'm going to live with joy today. So just like when you feel those debilitating thoughts, when I would feel those debilitating thoughts or those fearful thoughts, I would just go, what are those four steps? Okay. What am I feeling? What do I normally do? Okay. What's true? And what am I going to do instead? Those are really helpful to me. So that's another like little plan of attack. Here's another plan of attack. Share with a safe person. Confess. Be like, hey, I need help. 2020 and 2021, you know what? To be honest, I I, I shared. And, and one of the people that uh, I shared with is um, my dad. He's just continued to be um, just someone who I just love, look up to, respect, and someone that I can go to in tough times. And, uh, dad, I honor you and love you. And thanks for strengthening me, um, and encouraging me through this hard season. I look forward to continuing to do life with you. Um, so, Again, we're in the third point, which is have a plan of counterattack when disabling thoughts come. We're playing defense right now. So uh, having a scripture verse, doing the four steps, uh, sharing with a safe person, confessing. Man, guys, please do this. This is one of the biggest truths that's helped me in my life is like when I'm just stuck and I can't win on my own, bringing in a teammate, tapping them out and help, help me. You know, get out of my own head and sharing it can be so helpful. Okay, so share with a safe person. Uh, Another idea for a a counterattack is just truth identity statements. So maybe you don't do the full four steps, but you're sensing dread, you're sensing anxiety, you're sensing these thoughts that are, you know, pulling you down, whatever. And you just have a truth statement about who you are in Christ. So again, you know, maybe I'll do, I'm hopeful and capable in Christ. Again, 
rooted in scripture, rooted in hope. Um, so, so some of these are ways to play defense. It's like, oh man, I'm experiencing some tough thoughts. Here's some counterattacks, right? Okay, so we've what have we where have we come? First of all, um, this is not thought manipulation outside of Jesus. We're we're talking about inviting Jesus, ultimately communicating with him, trusting him, inviting him to help us make our thoughts obedient to not just ourselves, but to Christ, to bring ourselves into alignment with the truth. So we invite Jesus into this. Number two, we accept our responsibility for our thoughts. We know um, that we can choose and influence our thoughts. We know neuroplasticity is a thing. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Step three, have a plan of counterattack when disabling thoughts come. I love this. Next idea is after you've prayed and released it to God, choose to focus on what's good and right and true. So when something's really coming after you, pray about it. Pray about it. Pray about it. God, help me. And sometimes once you pray about it, some action step will come. But really give it to God and then release it to Him. And then once you've released it to the Lord, choose to focus on something else. I think of Philippians 4, right? Um, Finally, brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keeping into practice all you learn and receive from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. I think that's really good because Paul says it's not just about thinking about good things, but it's also about putting into practice what's good. And that's a point I wanted to make. You know, like this whole idea is like we're talking about today is that our thoughts really impact our actions, which impacts, you know, the story of our lives and living for the day. But I want to encourage you that our actions also influence our thoughts. Um, that, you know, so often we kind of think about, well, I'm, my actions will be based on my feelings. But actually, oftentimes, our feelings can change based on our actions. And so I want to encourage you, you know, that Philippians 4 um, passage that we love to talk about in terms of, you know, battling off anxiety and giving things to the Lord. Um, part of that passage is also our choosing to be obedient to Christ um, and to put into practice, you know, what Paul's talking about. So this point that I'm making right now is after you've prayed, released to God, choose to focus on what is good and right and true and choose and choose to um, be obedient and take hopeful action. Step five uh, that I'm thinking of today is being on guard as to what's influencing your thought life. What is, what are you letting into your mind? (laughs) Uh, Just to say it, you know, like garbage in, garbage out. It's like, if we're just constantly being inundated with, you know, (laughs) anti-gospel, like deceit, right? It's like, no wonder you know, we're going to have just hard times in our thought life and make it's going to be tougher to make all this stuff obedient to Christ. What if we put more things in our minds that helped our thoughts be obedient to Christ? Woo, that's a great idea. So be on guard as to what's influencing your thought life. Think about, you know, the shows that you're watching. Think about the music that you're listening to. Think about the inputs that are coming into your life. Are they helping 
your thoughts be obedient to Christ? Or are they, you know, are you, are you, you know, throwing a bunch of things into the ring? I have this picture of like putting all these bowls in a ring, you know, that are like, oh my gosh, all these, I can't manage all this. I can't tame all these bowls that are in this ring. I don't know why that picture came into my mind, but like, are they, are you putting so much in your mind that's so hard to make it obedient to Christ? And then number six, I just wanted to encourage you with this. Play the long game. Play the long game. And what I mean by this is it's going to be work. It's going to be work um, so often. But I want to encourage us to be willing to do the work. Don't worry if you really seek to like, you know, exert influence over your thoughts today. And you don't feel like you make much progress in one day. That's okay. Holy Spirit's with you in it for the long run, right? And things can really change over time. You know, things can change in an instant. Jesus delivers. And sometimes, you know, we're delivered of, um, you know, uh, a thought pattern because of repentance and confession or even deliverance. And it's just things are completely different. That's awesome. And sometimes it takes time. Um, and, and that's okay too. And Holy Spirit is with us. And I would encourage you to be in community and in family with other believers that can be with you as well for the long run. But I'm just saying, be willing to do the work. And so, you know, a couple sub points on this. I would encourage you to deal with things that may be roots of anxiety, depression, or fear in your life. Deal with things that may be roots, and that might be scary. And that's why I want to encourage you to invite Jesus uh, into this and invite safe, mature people who love the Lord um, into what's really going on in your life so that you can deal with some of the roots. It's like great if you, um, you know, it's great to like cut off the branches, you know, and like kind of immediate thought relief, you know, with, with things. But what's even better is going to the source, going to the roots and uprooting things that are causing, you know, some of these anxiety, depression, and fear. And um, I also want to throw in that I really believe in good, solid Christian counseling that has Jesus at the center and and can help us to um, just get, you know, those emotional, spiritual checkups and, and um, ideas for uh, how to grow, how to get healing. So let's deal with things that may be roots. Um, again, knowing that there often won't be complete relief immediately. So again, I think you could have them, um, even today as after you listen to this podcast and you start being aware of your thoughts, cause that's like, that's super important step. That's a part of like taking responsibility for your thought life is like, what am I actually thinking about? Like taking account, doing an audit of your thought life. Like, oh my gosh, I'm thinking really negatively a lot of the time. No wonder my life's so negative right now, <laughs> right? Hopefully not. But um, being self-aware, noting what your thoughts are, and and then choosing, you know, your thoughts today. You might still have a lot of feelings that feel similar, but you're doing marvelous, amazing work that over time, you know, with the Holy Spirit, um, with confession, with people around you, with obedient action, and things can really change. Things can really, really change. And that's that third sub point is 
is my friend, you can change over time. Romans 12, right? This, this is fundamental for this whole episode. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Then you'll be able to test and prove what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Let's go. Guys, we're transformed by the renewing of our minds. I want to live for the day. I want to live for eternity. I want to be ready for that day when I see Jesus face to face. And so my thought life is really, really important. And I need to learn to take my thoughts captive and make them obedient to Jesus. Right? And that's going to be work. But I, I know from, from the scriptures that as I renew my mind, really as God renews my mind, as I submit to him and I yield to him, that my life will be transformed. Come on. That's good news. That's good news. And so, um, yeah, I just hope that something in here today will encourage you and equip you. Pray, trust, invite Jesus. This is a, a, a Jesus-centered mission. As I've said multiple times, we're making, we're taking our thoughts captive and making them obedient to Jesus, bringing them into alignment with biblical truth, right? Because that's ultimately what helps us to live for the day. Um, there are a lot of voices clamoring and saying, this is what matters. This is what matters. This is what's going to matter in the long run. But only Jesus tells us the truth ultimately. He's the definer of truth. He's the definer of reality. He's the judge. He tells us what actually matters. So let's make our thoughts obedient to him. Number two, accept responsibility for your thoughts, right? So we do have a measure of of influence uh, and control over our thoughts, especially how we respond to our circumstances and what we think about next, right? So Let's choose how we direct our thoughts. Let's have a plan of counterattack. A counterattack uh, when um, you know fear or debilitating thoughts come. Man, let's have the sword of the spirit. I, I love saying this with my with with students, but my friends, if we lived in a time when you know people still went out to war and you had to use a sword to defend yourself. Guess what you would be trained up in? You would know how to wield. You would know how to wield a sword, right? Well, guess what? We do live in an age where we're in a battle. We do live in an age where you need to be trained with a sword. And that's the sword of the Lord. It's the sword of the Spirit. We're in a spiritual battle. And so we do need to be trained in not physical weapons, but spiritual weapons, which this verse is saying. And so I want to encourage you. Ah, get in the scriptures, my friends. Just like Jimmy finished last episode. Believe the Bible. Let this, I've just, can I just testify for a moment? I know I'm going long here, but I'm just in a season of just loving, loving, memorizing the word of God like never before. Just, I was coming out of my, cellar where I memorize scripture and I pray just just yesterday I was just like dang it I wish I could do this all day and I just feel the word of God transforming me 
and just making me love him more, um, want to serve him more and transforming my thought life. And I feel more full of hope. The, the scriptures are a sword and they bring our minds, they transform our minds into, um, they transform our lives as it renews our minds. Um, I love those four steps, right? Say what you're feeling. Say what you normally do. Then say what's true and say what you'll do differently. Share with a safe person. Have truth identity statements. After you've prayed and released something to God, choose to focus on what's true and honorable and good and right and pure and lovely and admirable and think about things that are excellent and praiseworthy and then take obedient action. Be on guard with what is influencing your thought life, right? Take an audit. What are you putting into your life? And how can you instead put more good truth in your life? Play the long game. Maybe you do need to ask someone to pray for deliverance over you. And maybe there will be just an instantaneous deliverance and um, just radical reorientation of your thoughts. That's awesome. But also, sometimes it's going to take work. Be willing to do the work. You don't have to do it alone. But be willing to put in the work to renew your mind. Our thoughts influence our actions and our actions influence the story of our lives. But don't forget that our actions also influence our thoughts. That's hopeful. So my friends, I just want to encourage you, your thoughts matter for living for the day, big time. And let's take our thoughts captive and make them obedient, not just to ourselves, but to Jesus. And, um, that will serve us so well as we seek to live for heaven, um, to have no regrets in eternity. Come on. So with that said, I uh, just want to pray for you and pray over your thought life and bless you. And then we'll jump into the nugget. We'll be done for today. Here we go. I'm going to pray for you, whoever's listening to this podcast. God, I pray for the person listening to this podcast. God, as someone who knows what it is to battle uh, in the area of thoughts and experience deep fear and anxiety and dread, um, but who also is your son and is living in a place of hope right now, God, I, I just, um, ultimately as your son, as a part of your royal priesthood, I just plead the blood of Jesus over this person listening to this podcast. And I just, in Jesus' name, bind um, strategies and plans and thoughts, tactics of the enemy. And I just cast them into hell right now. And bind them and say no. Rebuke them over this person's life. <laughs> and I just loose heaven on them. I loose heaven in their minds. I loose the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Uh, I loose just a hunger for God, a love for Scripture, and a desire to wield the Word of God in their thought life. And um, I bless them. I, I bless you listening to this podcast with uh, thoughts of peace 
thoughts of hope, thoughts of joy, rooted in Jesus. And I just want to encourage you. Uh, true and real breakthrough only comes uh, when we are in relationship with Jesus Christ. And so if you haven't committed your life to Jesus, um, I just want to encourage you to do that right now. You can just say, Jesus, I repent of my sin. Forgive me. I choose to follow you. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Would you deliver me and save me? And, and I want to be with you for eternity and do that. But I just bless this person with relief, with deliverance, and with uh, a willingness to do the work to grow. So I bless you with peace. In Jesus' name, amen. The nugget for today, my friends, is just that in heaven, for those who have um, received what Jesus did on the cross for them, um, it's going to be totally free of anxiety. Let's go. Revelation 21.4, I just recently memorized it. He will wipe every tear from their eyes, and there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. I believe that pain is not just physical pain, but it's also emotional pain, mental pain. And uh, come on, that's good news. You know, again, uh, I know so many people experience such deep mental and emotional pain, and that hurts, and I'm so sorry for your pain. And I just want to encourage you again. (laughs) Take it to Jesus and take it to his church. Take it to to a mature believer who loves you, who loves Jesus. Take it to a counselor who loves Jesus. And um, that's just such an important first step. Come on, one day, uh, that day, uh, for those of us in Christ, there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. Just just tears of joy. <laughs> well, I hope you're encouraged. I hope you're quit. Hey, would you... Um, do me a huge favor and especially on Apple Podcasts, leave a review of this podcast. Just could be really short, but if you actually write a review um, and not just kind of click the, the stars, it, it helps more people find out about this podcast and uh, I pray be encouraged and equipped for the day. So if you haven't done that yet, would you be willing to do that for me? That'd be such a gift. I'm thankful for you. Let's live for the day. God bless you.